0: Hello and welcome to Chasing Excellence, a show about living a life of better health and increased fulfillment. On Tuesdays, we drop full episodes where we answer your questions and dive deep on what it means to chase what truly matters. On Fridays, we do a quick set where we either dig through the show's archives for little bits of wisdom worth resurfacing, or we grab a snippet from another podcast we've been on that we wanted to share. This week, we're going back to 2019, specifically September of 2019, those innocent days of 2019, to an episode we called How to Control Outcomes. Before we get into it, a shout out to Sarah and Journey of a podcast called The Oat Life. They recently put something up on Instagram about this episode many, many years later saying, I didn't realize how much we referenced this one specific episode on our podcast. Highly recommend you give this episode a listen. So thank you to Sarah and Journey for bubbling this episode back up. It made me go back and re-listen to it to remind myself of what it was all about. The link to the full episode, if you're interested, is in the show notes. We kicked it off by talking about the importance and the struggle of focusing on what we control. So let's take it from there. Why do so many people... So often fail to realize this, what you said at the beginning, which is this fundamental truth, you know, and, and, you know, as you're, as you're talking, I'm thinking about, um, stoicism is so very much fundamental and that's 2000 years old and, Mm -hmm. and, and And stoicism
1: is predicated on a philosophy that's even older than that.
0: Yeah. So clearly this is something that most people, most of the time struggle with. How have you gotten to a place where it's so clear to you that this is the answer?
1: Well, it's it's clear to me that this is the answer, but I still struggle. Yeah. I'm a human being and we're all going to struggle. Good. Like the struggle is the best part. If this were easy, like here's, nobody looks back at like the easy days at work. Like those were the good old days, man. Mm-hmm. Those were the good old days. Remember when we used to get out at, we got out at five o'clock and like there wasn't that much to do. Man, high five. Those mm-hmm. were the good old days. People... Now people reminisce and the good old days are when you had to work so hard to put this um project together with your team and you came in just below deadline because you did three all-nighters in a row and it was like man it was so hard and we had to struggle but we that's what people reminisce the struggle is where it's at so let's not take struggle and be like that's a bad thing i struggle with this like everybody else but i get excited about that mm-hmm. it's going to be learning I don't know the answer why this is so fundamentally hard for us. I think it's because of the temptations to think that we have more control over things than we don't. Mm. And it's one of those things, we don't. So here's the first exercise I do with my athletes when they work with me. I, I don't, it's what I mean by exercise, I don't mean thrusters or pull-ups or running or rowing. It's an exercise on focus. And what I don't mean by that also is some sort of like mindfulness practice or meditation. It's literally, what should we be focusing on throughout this year? And what we do is we list out everything that might take up our focus from new rules, new standards, the rule book to other competitors and social media, to what's our training, nutrition and sleep going to look like, to what um, are the new um, sanctional events, to scoring issues and judges and what's the weather going to be at the games and is it going to be at Madison or else. We put all those things on the table and then what we find is camouflaged inside that huge massive list is a list of only five things. Mm Your training, your nutrition, your sleep, your mindset, and your recovery. For an athlete, there's only five things that we need to focus on. Everything else outside of that is a distraction. And what I mean by that is if you give it any credence or thought, put any effort towards those things that you ultimately have no control, you're going to perform worse at the games. Imagine a a book of matchsticks. A typical book has 20 matchsticks in it. Every thought that you give actually, like, it's taking up one of those, the most valuable resource you have, which is your time, because you're giving thought and effort to it. If you're burning up matchsticks over things that you can't influence, well, you're not left with as many matchsticks for the things you can influence, which is the things that are gonna make you a better performer your training, nutrition, sleep, recovery, and mindset. We need to save all 20 matchsticks for that. Now, if you get distracted by something, a, um, a sponsor said about you, like there goes a matchstick. Damn it, we could have saved that matchstick for a thruster. It's literally, like, think of it like that concrete. Where are you putting them? If you're focusing on um, the other competitor going faster than you in a training session, damn it, we could have put that towards another set of muscle ups. It's like you put it that concrete, you start to see the wastefulness of what this looks like. And I think that we just think we can control more than we can. Now, there is this kind of neat thing, which is, you know, inside of that small little circle of influence, you might be able to control more than you think. Mm. So people that live in the Northeast, as we do, there's a lot of people here that bitch about the weather in the winter, right? Or even in the summer, (laughs) it's too damn hot, it's too damn cold. Well, a lot of people that like are enlightened would be like, you can't worry about that. You can't control the weather, just go through life. And they're right. If you get influenced, if you wake up and it's a beautiful day and you're in a great mood and when it's a bad day, you're in a pissy mood, you're you're giving up the – this is what stoicism is. You're becoming a slave to something outside of your control. Now, to the point where they take it is if someone – if you have a bad interaction with somebody, you let that piss you off for five minutes, five hours, five days, or five weeks. You get all grouchy because of that person. Well, you're letting that person dictate who you are as a person. That's the ultimate form of slavery. What we need to do is create this kind of disassociation, It's like, I don't give an F about what that, it's really, it's like, just focus on your morals, who you are as a person, what matters to you, your core values, the things that you can influence. If you start to focus on that, and it really matters to you a lot, you live in the Northeast and you get pissed about the weather, You don't have to live in the Northeast. Mm -hmm. There are places like San Diego and places in Arizona where the weather is 75 and sunny all the time. To think that you can't control that, you are not taking ultimate responsibility. You are deflecting it to someone else, like your employer or your friends and family. If you're saying now like, no, I have to stay here because my friends and family and I have to stay here because my job. Okay, if you truly have to, then, screw the weather. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to control it. So then you let it roll off your shoulders. It's the same thing with people that are struggling in marriages. They um, aren't getting along with their spouse. After X number of years, they've grown apart. And they're like, my spouse just doesn't get me. Well, you're probably not taking full responsibility. Responsibility, Able to respond. That's what responsibility means. You're not being fully effective in responding to those situations of your marriage. So what happens is in your marriage, there's certain things that you control. You don't control the way your spouse reacts to you. You don't control the way they fly off the handle. You don't control how unorganized they are. You don't control how they can't, they, they do X, Y, and Z that kind of piss you off. What you do have control over is how you respond to those things. And we tend to see is if you put as much effort into the controllables that you have inside of your marriage, like you're home early for dinner every single night, you help with the dishes, you help with the kids, you um, show your affection and your love. Well, what ends up happening when you do that is all of a sudden this thing that you had no control over, your spouse starts to kind of fall in line a little bit this is the same thing that affiliate owners and coaches do with their athletes they're like my athletes won't do that my athletes come in late my athletes um don't listen my athletes don't want to compete my athletes would never pay those rates well they won't if you keep on saying they don't they don't they don't you're giving up this thing that you could control which is you you pursue excellence in every form and fashion that you can. You invest everything into the relationships that you have with those people. You dedicate as much as you can to tactful conflict resolution and sincere and active listening. And when you start to take total ownership, go a mile deep in these very few things, all of a sudden the things on the fringes that you seemingly could not control before, like the outcomes of our lives, start to fall inside of our control
0: because you realize you have more influence than you than you realize.
1: Yeah, but you don't have influence like the you don't have influence so you can't change the weather. Yep. But guess what? Like if you really hate it that much, like dude, take ownership, pick up, no one's forcing you to be here and move. Like you if it matters that much to you, like be brave. Don't sit, whine, complain, and make excuses. Like, Do the necessary things to take control of your life. This is yours, it's not a dress rehearsal. You don't get to do it again. Like the only one thing we know for sure, a lot of people have different beliefs, and I honor those beliefs completely. The only thing we know for sure is we are here now. Let's maximize now.
0: Thank you so much for tuning into this quick set. As a reminder, on Tuesdays, we drop full episodes where we answer your questions about the five factors of health, as well as dive deep on what it means to live a life of excellence. Be sure to subscribe or follow wherever you are listening to this. Ben and I, thank you. Until the next episode, keep chasing.